Hello to you, Brian McElhatton here with the ABC 21 Daily for Monday, August 30th. An ABC 21 follow-up is what we'll begin with tonight in the case of Aaliyah Ramirez, the 14-year-old girl from Syracuse who went missing back in the spring. She's been found safe in Florida, but tonight members of her family are facing charges. Corinne Rose was in Syracuse today. She has this. Where is she and is she okay? For the past four months, people living in Syracuse have talked and speculated about the disappearance of 14-year-old Aaliyah Ramirez. The last time she was seen in Syracuse was when a doorbell camera captured video of her as she left her father's home April 27th. Friday, U.S. Marshals in Palm Beach County, Florida, recovered the girl when they saw her getting into a car. That was the best news that I've heard, and I think the whole town side of I have relief. They've all been concerned. Everybody's been, you know, posting on Facebook about Aliyah and, and where she is. Aliyah's maternal grandmother, 47-year-old Elizabeth Sands of Palm Beach County, Florida, and her maternal aunt, 25-year-old Alyssa Sands of Marion County, Indiana, were arrested a short time later on warrants out of Kosciuszko County. They're each charged with a level 6 felony of interference with custody and a level A misdemeanor of false informing. The Syracuse police chief says Aliyah appears to have willingly left her Syracuse home, which is why kidnapping charges have not been filed. I've heard all kinds of different things from the neighbors, from um, my family members, from people in town, and the stories are vast and varied as far as first she was a runaway, then her, her family came and picked her up, so and all kinds of stories about why she left and, and things like that. Aaliyah's mother, who lives in Hartford City, posted on Facebook Friday that her mom and sister had been keeping Aaliyah in a hotel the entire time and concealing her identity with a blonde wig, glasses, and face mask. Aaliyah's father and uncle went to Florida to get her, but all three of them are said to still be in the Sunshine State after a judge requested a hearing with the Florida Department of Child Services about the teen because she's considered a runaway. Aaliyah's maternal aunt and grandmother remain held without bond in Palm Beach County, where extradition hearings are pending to have them brought to Kosciuszko County to face their felony and misdemeanor charges. Corinne Rose, ABC 21. Corinne, thank you. We want to pass along this update to you. That baby from Plymouth, 11-month-old Mercedes Lane, who was found dead in Stark County in a ditch, her babysitter is now charged with murder. Justin Lee Miller was originally charged with neglect, a number of neglect charges to which he pleaded not guilty. But in the time since, prosecutors have charged him with murder. Mercedes' parents, her mother and father, are also facing neglect charges right now. We'll have much more on this story for you on our website, WPTA21.com. As we record this on a Monday evening, Hurricane Ida, no longer a hurricane. It's a tropical depression moving towards Mississippi and then on to Tennessee and the U.S. East Coast. But it left behind a lot of devastation. The power in New Orleans is out. About a million people are without power. And volunteers from all across the country are heading down to the Gulf Coast right now to lend a helping hand. There's a little dose of Hoosier hospitality in that group, too. Members of Indiana, Michigan Powers, Line Crews, and Red Cross volunteers from Indiana and Northwest Ohio are heading there, too. Jeff Newmeyer is outside Red Cross headquarters on California Road in Fort Wayne with more on that. 
The Red Cross chapter covering close to 30 counties in northeast Indiana and northwest Ohio has a good contingent of volunteers set to travel down to uh, provide aid. And that agency, just one organization rolling up its sleeves to help out. To tell you that two volunteers from this particular Red Cross chapter were deployed on Sunday, headed to Lake Charles, Louisiana, though they could be redirected uh, depending upon need. Around 30 Red Cross volunteers are already assigned uh, overall to travel down and figure to deliver meals to displaced families, help people get acclimated to reorganization centers in the storm zone, or offer physical and mental support to hurricane victims. The Community Harvest Food Bank is prepared to deliver food and other supplies to the Gulf Coast. Sixteen years ago, the food bank played a key role in coordinating the distribution of supplies to people who were hurting after Hurricane Katrina delivered a powerful blow to Louisiana and Mississippi. Current food bank administrators are waiting for more information from a partner organization called Feeding America before sending out aid this time around. They assess, they let us know what the needs are, and as a community, we start to put the call out. Yeah. So you kind of in, it's in holding pattern right now. We are in holding pattern, and I know people want to help, but please wait until we let you know what the exact needs are. People need to deploy. There's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes to get people to the point of deployment, and then once they're down there, being able to just support others however needed. So now up to thirty. Yes, and it will continue to be there even long after. So the next several weeks, we will be there as needed. Now, Indiana Michigan Power also stepping up to aid the effort of restoring electricity to areas where power is getting knocked out from the hurricane. We understand 290 line mechanics, forestry personnel, and other contractors from this area are preparing to leave for the Gulf Coast tomorrow morning. First I&M crews could be in Louisiana and other lo locations uh, nearby for up to two weeks with other utility crews from across the country uh, ready to relieve them if the need carries on past that first two weeks. Okay, Jeff Newmeyer, thank you very much. Those are the top stories we're following for you right here on the ABC 21 Daily. More news and updates on our website, WPTA21.com, including the latest on the end of the Afghan war. After 20 years, the last American troops pulled out of that country. The final flight carrying evacuees lifted off around 345 Eastern time today. Again, we're following that story on our website and on our broadcast newscast as well. Thank you for listening to the ABC 21 Daily. I'm Brian McElhatton. I'll be back again tomorrow with more news. We'll see you then.